What did the whale say to the other whale? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Something about being salty? Whale, whale, whale. Look what we have here. Get it? Because we're like back in action. Okay, you've only gotten cornier over time. Tune in as we jump back into the saddle or whale watching boat to be more on topic and continue our conversation in 1 Samuel. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. We are so excited to be here with you, wherever you may be. Very true. My name's John. My friend is Braden. And as you remember, Braden, I took a few months off of recording. Um, and, you know, we, re- we pre-recorded a bunch of stuff. And, and now we're back. This is our first recording session of 2022. How do you feel? I, I feel good. I feel good. I'm, I'm back in... I'm rusty. I'm covered in dust, but I feel good. <laughs> well, that makes two of us. <laughs> not, not necessarily an appealing start to our, for our listeners to be like, oh, this could be a rough episode. No, uh, but you know, we do our best. Yeah, we will do our best. We could not be more excited to be back here with all of you. Mm-hmm. You're such an amazing community. Uh, the Bible Story Podcast listeners, uh, we love you. Remember, if you want to hear more about us, find about find out about contests and interact with us live, then head over to our Instagram page at Bible Story Pod. Right. That's where you get all the latest and greatest news. Okay. So even though it's been a few months, I do still remember that John was supposed to ask me a tricky question, mm-hmm. but maybe he's forgotten and didn't prepare anything. Uh, not a chance. <sighs> I do remember. <laughs> Okay, okay. Well, uh, if you, I asked him a tricky question. And so I guess, you know, it's his turn now. But I don't, I don't want what I don't want to be wrong. I don't want a tricky question, because then I might be wrong. Okay, so I've been saving this one for a long time. That's not fair. And I've been preparing. It's a hard one. (laughs) And yeah, it's a doozy. Oh, a doozy. I don't, doozy. I don't like the sounds of that. Um, okay, but you know what? Now or never, just like get it over with like a band-aid, quick and fast. All right. That's All my right. band-aid. Okay, so last week's episode, yeah. we introduced the prophet Samuel. Yep. And before that, the chapter was talking about the Ark of the Covenant. So a prophet, just as a reminder, is someone who speaks to God and then tells the people what they have heard. Sort of like going to God for wisdom on behalf of a larger group of people. Right. Cool. Background info. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't hear a question. Still sweating bullets over here. Okay. Just calm down. You just chill. Like it's a hard, it's a big question. It's a doozy, but just chill. Okay. You're not doing yourselves any favor by stressing. You're not doing me any favors okay. by doing that. Okay. Brayden, seriously, when have I, when have I ever put you on the spot or made fun of you? You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When have you not put me on the spot? Okay. That's probably a, a more fair question. Yeah. Okay. So, all right, here is the question. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm not going to make this any worse for you. Brayden? Yes. After a few months off, I have been thinking about this chapter. The question Mm -hmm. is this. Why do you think God spoke through prophets rather than speaking to all the people at once? Well, that's, a, that's actually a really good question. It's a big question. It's a doozy. <laughs> it is a doozy. Okay. I do wish I had more time to prepare, but I did this to you last episode, even though that was like four okay, months ago. Okay. okay. I, we, stop stalling. Stop stalling. <laughs> Me stall? What do you no. think? Okay. Well, if, if we look back at scripture, okay, mm-hmm. God is an invitational God. 
meaning he invites us into things, gives us opportunity to seek and pursue him. So without researching it and jumping into some things um, more, I think my initial reaction would have to say that it's got to do with that. It's got to do with the the invitational nature of God. Hmm. Speaking through a prophet is a way of God inviting you know, us and his children into ministry, into a relationship with him, rather than kind of simply forcing it to happen, or, or rather than being that like loud, distant voice in the distance that tells you what to do. Does that make sense? It sounds like you've been like anticipating this question for some time. Like you're like, I've been, stre- you've been stressing about it. No, that was like the top of the head. <laughs> it's a very good answer. I, I, would, I would tend to agree with you. I think that we, we know God is, like you said, a, a God of relationship. And like we said in the last episode, he wants, he wants all of us. Not just part of us, but all of us. So this seems like a good opportunity for us to join with him through this invitation, or right. his invitations to us. So as we continue in the story of Samuel, again, we've seen some time pass. There's a chunk of time. He's now an old man with children, mm-hmm. right? He's a father. And probably in like... Like, as you think of fathers, maybe not top of the list as far as, like, once you look at his children's behavior. He's got a lot of things going on. Maybe he forgot to do a little parenting. Yeah, it could be. Okay, so it does. It, it seems as though his children, as we're kind of alluding to, uh, have not been leading the most God-centered life. Yeah, that's maybe an understatement. It's a soft <laughs> way of saying it. <laughs> it. Here's the strong word in scripture. It says they were corrupt. Which, you know, can't get much stronger than that. Yeah. You know, we see the nation of Israel grow tired of this corrupt children of Samuel. And so they ask Samuel to appoint a king. Now, this is one of several times that they're asking, uh, that Israel asks for a king. Yeah, it, it's kind of a common pattern that we, we see this like back and forth. We, you know, we end up seeing the nation of Israel uh, go through this. A prophet will align the nation with God or free the nation in one way or another And then as time passes, you yes. know, people forget <laughs> about the goodness of God, which then allows them to grow tired with their cur- current leader or prophet. And instead, they desire a king to help make the nation powerful and prosperous. It's kind of like the grass is greener on the other side, but, yeah. it, but maybe it, it isn't. But they've been on both sides. Yeah. They should know, but they forget. They do. That's, that's the moral. Uh, okay, exactly. So it, here we are, we see the nation of Israel ask for a king and then Samuel doesn't really know what to do. So he then goes to God and asks what he should do. So God, as he usually does, he has a very interesting response here. Yeah, he reassures Samuel that the people are not rejecting his leadership in terms of like Samuel's leadership, but they're in fact rejecting God. So Samuel listens to God and, and allows the people of Israel to seek a king. But God does send a warning with Samuel for the people as well. And it's a pretty strong warning. Yeah. So, First uh, Samuel chapter 8, verse 9 is the warning, and it says this. Now listen to them, but warn them solemnly and let them know what the king who will reign over them will claim as his rights. Okay, that's, that's a pretty big statement. Seems like a, it's a large, harsh price to pay. It's a lot to give up. Yeah, we'll go more into it. Yeah, claim as his rights. I mean, there's a lot that a king can claim as his rights. Yeah. But it's what the people wanted, and so that's what they're going to seek. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like if I was to receive a warning from God that I, I would have to listen. I mean, it doesn't seem like he just goes, you know, throwing those things around. No, no. He, but, he, but he also says earlier in the chapter that the people have been rejecting him since the moment, since the moment he brought them out of Egypt. Which is a long time since, yeah. since this. This or, is a long time ago. Yeah. So he knows their hearts and intentions. He's aware of the outcome and lets them walk that path anyway. Which might seem harsh that he like watches them mm. walk into that path or lets yep. it happen. But if we consider the idea of free will, you know, if, if we're able to freely choose a relationship with God, which is what he desires, then we too have to be equal a equally able to choose not having that relationship with him. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't be authentic. That's right. That's, uh, well said, Braden. Well said. Uh, thank you. Okay, so going more into kind of what the king is going to take from them or the warning from God, J- God, John, would you read through 1 Samuel 8 verses 12 to 18? This is the part where it describes all of the things that the king would take as his own. All right. This is what it says. It seems, okay, just a note here, it seems like the people are a little desperate for a king at this point. Uh, they're not listening to these warnings, but it seems like they're willing to give up a lot for what they currently have. So yeah. here's what it says. All right. He will, he will take your sons and make them serve with his chariots and horses, and they will run in front of his chariots. Some he will assign to be commanders of thousands and commanders of fifties. Others to plow his ground and reap his harvest, and still others to make weapons of war and equipment for his chariots. He will take your daughters to be perfumers and cooks and bakers. He will take the best of your fields and vineyards and olive groves and give them to his attendants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vintage and give it to his officials and attendants. Your male and female servants and the best of your cattle and donkeys he will take for his own use. He will take a tenth of your flocks, and your, you yourselves will become his slaves. Now, when that day comes, you will cry out for relief from the king you, will, you have chosen. But the Lord will not answer you in that day. Okay, there's a lot in there. There's a ton in there. That's a big warning. Can you summarize that for us? <laughs> okay. So basically, they're signing up, and this is the big word that, that uh, Samuel uses. Basically, they are signing up to be slaves mm-hmm. and give the best of what they have to the king. Slaves to the king, give all of yep. their best to the king. That's harsh. Even uh, the, first, the first sentence there kind of says that he will take the 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 sons and have them run in front of his chariots basically saying he's going to put them in the front lines of a war yeah they'll be the first to die like that, that's this no whole fun this whole thing's just saying like he do, he'll care about your people last mm-hmm. and and take everything from them yeah it's it's a, a pretty specific and and weighty warning mm-hmm. you know it, it must have been really difficult or at, at least you would have had to assume that the people had entertained that God was telling the truth or that Samuel was telling the truth for God. Yeah. And absolutely. You know, even historically, we can assume, you know, you can, we can assume some, if not all, of these decisions were, they were not made easily. Right. 
You know, as we see now, there are always people who think differently or assume that we should go in in one direction over another. Right. Because as we read it, it seems really obvious. The hindsight, twenty twenty. Oh yeah, to <laughs> us it seems like what are they thinking? Yeah, but uh, I mean, eventually we see that Israel refused to listen to God and demanded a king. It's it's crazy. Now, as we read this, it su- seems so obvious. Yeah, that they are making the wrong choice. But obviously, it wasn't that easy. Right. I I often like to say no one willingly walks into the wrong choice. No. It, right. Okay. So it, it couldn't have been that easy. Here we are. Imagine in your own life for a second. Okay. okay. I remember times for me that I would stand kind of at the finish line of a really stupid or immature decision. And when you look back, it seems obvious that that was wrong or misguided. But certainly, you know, during that decision, as people were talking to me, I was full steam ahead. I was convinced that it was, it was right. There was no wrong and I was on the right path. I have seen that so many times. And I mean, <laughs> I just jokes. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I, I totally recognize that in myself as well. Yeah. You know, I can, and like you, Braden, I think I can relate to, to both groups here. Like I, I can understand Samuel mm-hmm. and I can understand the Israelites. You know, there are times when the will of God seems like it is just laid out and it is so obvious and right in front of me. Right. And then there are other times when I get against my better judgment and the wisdom of others, I walk face first into the hurt and the pain that I could have avoided. Right. Me too, John. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. <yeah. laughs> All right. So before we reminisce on too many of our bad judgments, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so... Then what are we going to learn from all of this? Right. Like, how can we be more like Samuel yeah. and less like the Israelites? Okay. That's another big question. I thought we were already past the hard question. Okay. Questions. Just one more. <laughs> one more. Okay. Well, uh, my thought would have to be, uh, you know, that we have to give ourselves time to listen to God. Hmm. It seems as though the nation of Israel would kind of flip-flop back and forth a lot. They'd make shifts one way or the other. Something wasn't working. And so, like, snap judgment, they would change it immediately rather than seeking the wisdom and guidance of God. You know, I, Brayden, I also think, and this kind of goes along with what you're saying of, of right. giving ourselves time, but I also think there's this idea of reminding ourselves of the goodness of God. I think that's so mm. crucial. Yeah, you know what? It's almost as if like, if you remind yourself of the goodness of God, the rest doesn't, my part doesn't happen. As much you, yeah, you, you're or you're you're naturally giving God time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I so, I appreciate that. So the reason I think that we we were able to make such rash decisions in the past yeah. was that you know we and and the Israelites in this situation had forgotten the previous good that God had showed mm. them and given to them. They they no longer trusted God for whatever silly reason. Right. I like that. So even though this is a short chapter. It seems we are able to take a few things away from it. I agree. But for ease of simplicity, our first episode back down, we can't, we can't get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's stick with, with your uh, takeaway. Okay. Okay. Which so tell, is, us, tell us one more time. Which is this. Remind yourself of the goodness of God. I love that. You know, it actually leads right into my growth tip for this week, which, as we all know, is my favorite part of the podcast. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. Take it away, my friend. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Well, 
John, I, I like the idea of reminding ourselves, but I also think there's a really important you know, part to add here. It needs to be, there needs to be practicality or practice to that idea. Otherwise, I, I mean, if you're anything like me, I'll just move on and forget. Uh, I agree. Uh, <laughs> me, it's really easy to go through a whole week and forget what we're supposed to practice. Yeah. So this is going gonna, is gonna to nip that in the, in the butt. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, so here it is. For those of you who don't know me or who have never seen me in person, I, I have a few tattoos. Uh, that might be an understatement. You've got a lot of tattoos. No, there's room for I mean, it's there's all room. over your face, <laughs> your earlobes, no. the bottom of your feet. No. Not true? Uh, not true. Okay. He doesn't have that many, but he does have a lot. Yeah, there's room for more. There's room for more. But I would say if you're asking any mother in the audience, you have a lot of tattoos. All right. Fair, fair, fair. Okay. 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 Please don't tell the <laughs> listeners to get tattoos. That's not a good thing. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, hold up. Let, you got to let me finish first. Much of my motivation behind my tattoos has been, you know, as reminders of my journey that I've been on with God and, and some very specific moments of clarity in my relationship with him. Now, each day as I look in the mirror, I'm reminded, you know, of these, these moments in my life. So, so no, I'm not telling you to go get tattoos. Your, your mothers and fathers and grandmothers wouldn't appreciate that. I, I really appreciate that because I don't want to deal with that many angry emails in our inbox. <laughs> yeah. Send your complaints to John. Um, <laughs> my email is Braden at. <laughs> okay. Uh, my idea is this though. Okay, okay. So with parental permission and a non-toxic marker, I want you to put a small mark on your hand. Uh, those are the things that we see most, you know, kind of as we go throughout the day. And I want you to apply a memory of God's goodness to that mark. You know, it could be a heart, it could be a smiley face, it could be initials of a loved one, you could take a sticker, any any of the above. But I want you to use it to remind you every time that you see that throughout the week, that you're reminded of God's goodness. Okay, I I gotta admit, I was I was nervous at first, but I, I really do like this. Yeah, idea. I like to make you score. I, I am on board. So good job. I like the, I like your growth tip. Awesome. I, I do think it'll work. Me too. You know, I I kind of wondering what I'm going to put on my my hand this week. Oh, you should let me decide. Mm, maybe you're more artistic. Maybe you can even put it on my hand for me. I probably got a real tattoo gun around. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Your mom wouldn't appreciate that. Uh, probably not. <laughs> okay. I I bet it will be it this is going to be a great way to remind each of us each of ourselves uh, as we go through our crazy busy lives yeah. um, to remi- remember God's goodness. I agree. Okay, well, it, it has felt so good to be, you know, back with all of you. We've you've we've shaken off the rust and the cobwebs and the dust and and we're back. Yes. It, it feels so good. It's it, it seriously, it's been a bit of joy that I've been missing each each week doing this. I I got to say I'm so grateful for this community. Remember to give us a follow wherever you listen to podcasts, write a review perhaps, or if, if you it's like, a good review, <laughs> <laughs> we, we like the good reviews, uh, but honestly, any, uh, give us some feedback. We, yeah. we would really appreciate that and share it with a friend. Yeah, absolutely. A reminder again, we are on Instagram at Bible Story Pod, where you can get all the latest and greatest updates on, on any of the info or contests about the podcast. And Braden, yeah, like next week. 
Kids can register for summer camp? Yeah, February 1st, 2022. So, uh, covenantbay.ca, you can register for summer camp. We'd love to have you there. Hey guys, remember, we love you. God loves you even more. <laughs> Until next time, have a great week.